0: This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock.
1: Hey, Tom and so I just got done uh, listening to the uh, latest podcast, and I had a few thoughts on abortion because uh, I don't think you guys are realizing how much it hurts people. I was aborted, and I had to grow up in an abortion age, and, like, I never had a parent, and it was rough on me, glory hole. Hey guys, Jim here. I just finished listening to episode 240. You were talking about chaplains in the military. So just for your, you know, enlightenment, um, I'm a military officer and also an atheist, but the chaplains play a, kind of kind of an important role. While the military does offer legit psychiatric help, those civilian psychiatrists and psychologists are not deployed to war zones. So the chaplains can be deployed to war zones. I know several of them who have, like you said, um, you know, picked up a gun and gone to the front line. So that's one thing that's unique about the chaplains. Another thing that's unique about them is they have total anonymity. If you, if you go and talk to a chaplain about something, they cannot divulge your conversation to anybody for any reason, with the only exception is if you go there to confess to a crime, then they can, you know, they have to report that out. Um, anyway, that's just a little bit about the chaplain, and, uh, you know, I'm not a chaplain, but... You know, whatever. Just for your education. All right. Thanks. Hey, guys. I love the podcast. Uh, keep it up.
0: Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason.
2: Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 242, The Lost Episode.
3: Not. And it's lost not at all. lost. We, no. we just
2: found it. it's right here.
3: Yeah, and it's it's we're, we're recording seconds after we stopped recording. Recording episode two forty one, and we're putting all the rest of what wasn't in two forty one in this one. And uh, and we're this is like it the B sides and rarities. That's what it is. No, it's B sides and oddities. Is more <laughs> which <like it. laughs> is which is another way
2: for a band to sell you the shit that they didn't want right. to that, that didn't you didn't want to buy in. in the first place, yeah. right?
3: So we're not going to have an email section in this show because uh, we just literally 30 seconds ago read you the emails <laughs> so to an email section. Uh, but we're without further ado, we're going to play you all of the stuff that we had last week.
4: We believe we're moving into a supernatural season where, if needed, God will multiply food. I have seen God multiply food more than one time when I was cooking. I mean, when my kids were little— they were always bringing their friends into the house. And I remember, you know, spooning out spaghetti or whatever, just praying in the spirit over that, and God just made more and more and more. You know, I, I've seen oil multiply as I was praying for the sick. I've seen uh, bottles of oil just fill up about a cup at a time of oil. Remember when we drove our car in Weatherford decor I mean, on one set of tires, we had, how many miles, miles. was it? I mean, a maybe. Lot. Yeah, it's way, a lot. way beyond what could ever yeah. happen with one set of tires. I mean, I remember one time I had a pair of shoes that I wore and wore and wore and wore, and it just, just. For years, these shoes did not wear out, and I wore them years and years and years. So, you know, sometimes God is saying little epiphanies to us, little things to us, Mm -hmm. but we don't know how to listen to his Mm -hmm. voice.
2: Motherfucker, this story, this guy's back. It's from Yahoo, uh, Canada's version, whatever. It's not even on the Internet. (sighs) Let them eat snake. Prophet feeds reptile to followers, telling him it'll turn into chocolate. This is the same guy who told people to drink gasoline and it would taste like pineapple juice. Okay. Um, yeah. So this is a uh, this is members of the Prophet Penul's and Times Disciples Ministries. This is in Pretoria, South Africa. Um, this is the guy who uh, he basically. He's, I think he's on a mission just to see what the congregation will do. He's made them eat dirt and grass they told him it was the fruit of the earth or something, and then they all went out and ate it. And so it was like, oh, it tastes delicious. He made them drink gasoline and then told them it was apple juice. It was going to taste like apple juice. And now he's just feeding them snakes. Here's some
3: delicious snake chocolate. <laughs> they, they totally eat it, too. One point I in the article, they're talking about how they chewed that shit up, and they were so surprised that it tasted I'm just thinking, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever
2: Eating a fucking raw snake, fucking <laughs> bones and guts, because you know the guy didn't like.
3: Yeah, no. You know you can see from the
2: picture. It's fucking it's rattlesnake sashimi. Are you kidding me? It's, it, but it's even worse than that, Cecil. It's even worse. It's because, a live you know, snake. Because like that is a snake with its guts and the fucking poop still in its intestines <laughs> and everything. It's not cleaned <laughs> didn't out. Cleaned. So it's not like uh, it, you know, if like you were like eat a raw snake, you'd be like, I kinda don't want to get salmonella, and they'd be like, Fucking eat a raw snake I'd be like, don't no, 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 eat a raw snake's poop. I'm, like <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, it'll taste like chocolate. No.
3: That's also look, snakes are disgusting. And to yeah, put a <laughs> snake in your mouth is disgusting. <laughs> awful and disgusting. Oh uh, an You wouldn't eat a snake? I would eat it like, if it was cooked? cleaned, but I'm talking about like the outside of it is disgusting. Oh yeah, I dude. don't know, they just feel
2: weird. I don't yeah, like the They way do they feel, feel like. like, can you imagine what the snail, like the scales would be biting through those things? Yeah. Nah, i like nah, trying nah. to bite a fish all, with its scales on. It's Fucking chewy,
3: and you're just like, you you're cleaning a fish and get a scale in your mouth, and you're spitting it out for a half oh, an hour. Like, poo, dude, poo, 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 and doesn't fucking leave. And then you're like, God, I got this
2: fishy taste in my mouth for days. I remember cleaning. My dad used to take us up to this, this fishing resort, like, and resort is a strong term. Like, it's just. Like cabins in Minnesota sure, surrounded by sure. deer flies. And there was what a fucking
3: was. rowboat there.
2: And like, yeah, right. Well, there really were. It was rowboats and like these little five horsepower engine boats that you just fucking putted around this lake. And we used to go there every year for, I don't know, five or six years. And there was a fish cleaning house. Do you ever going to one of those fucking abattoirs? Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. And my dad would be like, we'd have like all these bluegill and crappie and shit. And he'd be fucking, fucking scaling. He's got the scaler. and he's, The fish are still flopping around. You remember doing that shit? I remember that as a kid. My dad would be like, I don't even feel it. That fucking thing is, it's like you're abrading the skin off a live animal. It's flopping around. My dad's like, I don't feel it. Scales are flying in every direction. The place smells like fucking hot summer death. It is the most horrifying <laughs> place I remember. And it's just like a fucking, like a, a slush bucket full of like fish guts buzzing with flies oh my god that shit was fucking outrageous my dad would be like i don't know why you don't like fishing I'm oh, like, are you are you kidding me are you <laughs> fucking <laughs> high you don't know why i don't like this is it is the most disgusting pastime you can possibly right, engage just, in. yeah you're
3: just fucking it's just a it's a bucket of guts it smells awful it's the worst yeah, I, 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 this guy though, he's able to convince people that they're chocolate, like that's the one thing is that he's telling these people it's pineapple juice or it's fucking sweet honey or whatever, right? You know? Yeah, and they're they're delusional enough to believe him. Yeah, well,
2: it's so funny too because like not only dilute but they they defend it. You yeah, know, they're like, yeah, fucking, I ate that snake, and, it, and the one guy, the one guy's like only half convinced. Because he says like I ate it and it was a little weird,
3: but it was good. Yeah. And you're like No man he said I, I did it what I was commanded and I tasted the chocolate. It was different, but it tasted good. And then later he said, My anaconda don't want none unless you got ganache, son. <laughs> oh man. It's like the most
2: it's like the most horrifying caramello. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> Like
3: bite, you're like, it'd be awesome you're in the desert and you hear the rattling and it's like, and then you hit it with a snake and caramel pours out, <laughs> like hit it with a stick and the caramel just pours out of the snake. <laughs> I would eat a fucking snake if it was filled with caramel. Are you
2: kidding Dude, me? Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Are you me? kidding me? I would eat that aforementioned bucket of fish guts Jesus. if it was fucking, if there was even caramel on top of it. <laughs>
3: if they just threw a wrapper to a caramello in there, I would eat it all. You kidding me? If there was a receipt
2: from a store where somebody once bought a Caramello, <laughs> I would probably eat it.
5: Allah, Akbar, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, Allah, Akbar, Akbar just a little
2: Allah. Thank you, Chicago. Sister, it comes from observers.france24.com. Uh, Saudi religious police target gay rainbows. Um, so the Saudi, uh, the Saudi have those fucking morality police that just like run around Saudi Arabia getting their fucking panties in a twist about whatever fucking works them up on any given day. And then after the, uh, after the Supreme Court decision, for some reason, they just decided that everywhere they saw rainbows was an affront to Allah. Yeah. And they repainted shit like boring, unhappy
3: colors. (laughs) Well, I think it's funny that they target gay rainbows. What happens when they they target a straight rainbow by accident?
2: Yeah, Then it's all hell breaking loose, right? Well, I guess you can't
3: have a straight rainbow since it's a bow. It's sort of like always, it's always going to be curved no matter what you do. Now, we've got to trust that these that these things are correct here and that these are the correct translations. Because we don't know, right? You, don't, you just don't know what, what this is. But sure, I've we, we, no we got to trust yeah. that this is what it says. But it says, I'm going to read this tweet. It says, the commission, uh, the municipality, and the emirate removed the symbol as imposed, and imposed a fine of 100,000 rials, which I guess is like 25,000 euro, 25, euros or something. To That's a, a lot of dough, dude. Yeah, to a foreign school which had put the symbol of homosexuals on the building facade. So they put a rainbow on the top, they made them paint it, and then they charged them 100,000 of those things, which is 25,000 euros. Not euros. Not 25,000 euros, which is a totally different system of payment. That'd be a delicious
2: system of payment, though. You know,
3: you gotta have a big freezer, because you're only gonna be... I'm only gonna be able to get through about maybe... 20,000 of those in one day, and uh, right, 5,000 yeah. were just gonna yeah. go bad, and that sucks. Plus, it's weird carrying them around in your wallet, you know? Like, And for... you know how bad it is when you eat one and you stink all day? Could you imagine <laughs> eating more than one? <laughs> like, plus, like, it, 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 you know, they'd be butt euro, yeah. you
2: know, because they're, they're around in your back pocket. You got a back oh, pocket yeah,
3: the... leaking full of tzatziki sauce everywhere, just like running down your leg. Uh, it's funny because somebody was tweeting at them saying that at other places there's rainbows all over there's rainbows on women's outfits there's rainbows on this all these like little things that they have for kids and they're basically saying you know why don't you go after those things too cuz kids turns out like colorful things yeah it's amazing right
2: like you know um rainbows a naturally occurring phenomenon like that's not something new that yes you know the homosexual community may have Uh, appropriated rainbow as part of their flag, but you can't, you can't take rainbows away? Like,
3: how unhappy do you have to be? And how many colors, how many colors are a rain, does it have to be all the Roy G. Biv colors, or can it just be, like, four colors, and you have to cover it up?
2: Yeah, like, what if you're just like Roy? Yeah. You know? I mean, what if you're abbreviating that day? You know, you're just, it's it's ridiculous. These guys run around, man, like, this is a joyless existence. It's it's like it's like they're running around looking for people to be happy and finding ways to make them unhappy. It's it's kind of it's kind of absolutely insane. Well, yeah, absolutely. Tom. they're anti-gay. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a place run by power-hungry lunatics. My God, they still have a king. They have a king in 2015, Cecil. <laughs> Are you kidding? A king? It's, it's a.
3: You may as well have like a fucking unicorn write your laws. <laughs> a king? Do you are live no in like unicorns if there's no rainbows, Tom? I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I just I can't imagine somebody being like, well, we have to talk to the king and find out. Like, oh, okay. Well, why don't we all just go back in time or like fucking go to medieval times dinner and tournaments and find out who's in charge? You gotta like hold one of those perfumed hankies over your mouth when you talk to him. <laughs> like oh hang on i've got a bad case of fucking black death because it's all of a sudden the fucking i'm 13th sorry, I, would, century. I, I would talk to you directly but my humors are out of line <laughs> it's a ridiculous a king an actual king in 2015 yeah. yeah that's insane you gotta lower a fucking drawbridge to get into places it's a fucking murder hole Where's the port, Yeah. Uh, reg- There's a moat. Trebuchets. It's a moat filled with alligators that you breathe fire. It. I mean, it's like a child's yeah. fantasy over there. It it really seems to me like a country almost run as crazily as North Korea, but they have oil, so they get away with it. It's like it's crazy as crazily run as North Korea. It's like it's like that boy from that twilight zone. Yeah, no, could, yeah. Like, they're
3: all like putting people in the cornfield. No, right. I totally
2: get it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you always wanted to win the lottery? Do you suffer from chronic poverty syndrome? Do you have real problems that are too much work to actually work on? Would you rather pretend to help than actually help? Prayer might be right for you. So this comes from Fox 8. Woman says praying behind the wheel caused the crash that injured grandmother. So this happened in uh, Bellevue, Ohio. Um, So a woman got a broken neck and was all fucked up, Um, and the driver, they thought she was on her cell phone, but when they checked if she was on her cell phone, she wasn't. What she was on was prayer. Yeah. She put
3: her head down while she was driving. No, no, hold on a second. Praying without bowing your head is like putting a fucking letter in a mailbox without a stamp, Tom. you got (laughs) to fucking bow your head. Be ridiculous. Yeah, you're not hoping with the right head attitude. Hey, y'all, I'm not going to listen if you're not going to put your head down. No way I'm going to listen to y'all. Who would
2: do that? Close your eyes and pray. Bow
3: your head while you're you're driving a car. A car, Cecil. Well, she said Jesus take the wheel, but she didn't realize he only had his learner's permit. (laughs) And then they said, like. Like later
2: in the article uh this, this when when they told him about the defense that daryl Darl Darl cecil darl 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 d a r l Darl Darl, are you fucking kidding me that's like it's somebody's too fucking lazy to spell the whole daryl that's it, oh, let's fucking name him Darl let's just name him fucking slurred drunk Daryl. that's <laughs>
3: what we're gonna call him we're <laughs> no, he's named by uh, Sling Blade. <laughs> Darl. I got
2: me um, I got me a sooner named Darl Reagan. Uh, right. Darl Beckham. Uh, so Darl Beckham uh said that uh they don't believe it because they said that uh I don't believe that for a second because church going people are better people than that. Well I actually don't even understand
3: that. Like, <laughs> Actually, I would believe that. I believe that, you know, it's praying. It's either that or she fell asleep. And she doesn't want to say she fell asleep, right? Yeah,
2: I don't want to say I fucking nodded off.
3: Right, that's what I think. But why would you say it was
2: praying, though? I don't know. Does that somehow mitigate the broken neck of the, I'm super sorry? Can you imagine, like, oh, fuck, how's your neck? Oh, it hurts super bad because I broke it in a car accident. (laughs) And I think you were the one that hit me. Yeah, I was, but uh, I was praying. Oh, wow, it feels oh, so much better knowing that's that. Fine now.
4: Jeez. God, oh, I'm not even mad anymore. The old
2: lug. <laughs> well, as long as you weren't
3: sleeping, yeah. <laughs> then my neck would really hurt. Yeah, I think. Hang on a minute, I'm gonna twitch a finger. This person, this person probably, you know, they dropped their their something. You know what I mean? Like they they got distracted some way, and they're just using it as a as a way to get out of the, because because, you know, blaming something on. Being religious can sometimes get you out of it. And I yeah. think that that's a, this is a, this is their strategy. It's the one thing they can say, you know, I wasn't fucking off. I was being responsible because I was praying to an imaginary thing. It seems like throwing God under the bus. Like, right? You're like, fucking, don't blame me. I was well, praying. Well, I, I was under the bus because the person was praying <laughs> when they were driving. That's why I was under the bus. Y'all, you know, I, y'all fucking, invented these
2: machines. I don't know how they work. Wrote my whole damn book 2,000 years ago.
3: Y'all got around on donkeys. Much easier to keep track, y'all. I was trying to put my bike on the front of the bus, and then he just kept going. I didn't understand. <laughs> I got done smushed. <laughs> Darl Darl Where you at, Darl.
2: Some calls it a Darl blade. <laughs> 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 mm. I
3: like them corn grits. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs)
6: Because there's nothing but death and refuse in the rectum. No life can come out of the rectum. The rectum is designed to get rid of death and waste. It's it's designed for that one purpose. And the sodomites are cheering on and praising the rectum.
2: This story comes from the advocate. Uh, Oh, no, it's not the advocate. Sorry. It's it's just just advocate. Advocate. Yeah. Yeah. It could be anyone. <laughs> Canadian, Literally any advocate. Any advocate. Uh, Canadian professor fired for anti-gay Facebook post. Here's his Facebook post. <laughs> Quote, it's pretty anti-gay, I have to admit. It's the
3: queers they should be hanging, not the flag. Okay, I, that's hard to mistake as anything other than anti-gay, I think. Yeah, and
2: it's not like, this wasn't even like, hidden somewhere in the comments section it appears that he shared a news story (laughs) and that was his commentary on the news story i threw that one on there like oh wait just you know i'm gonna go ahead and share this because you can here's the other thing you can tell what somebody's fucking political leanings are by the news stories they choose to share yeah so it's not like anybody probably would have mistaken this gentleman as someone of tolerance but it's nice that he came right out (laughs)
3: And let everybody know. Hang well, it's, on a minute, of I'm course gonna share the nice. story. Of course it's nice, Tom. He's Canadian. Well, it's very polite. Yeah, well they need to call the politeness police on this guy. Right. I mean, if you're Canadian, there's he's he's breaking several laws. They're gonna show up and be like, Well, that's a nice crate of maple syrup you got there, eh? Be a real shame <laughs> if something were to happen to it. <laughs> it's the, it, this is a ridiculous, but the one thing I want the reason I think we should talk about this. Yep. Is because his next post is he got called into his school. He's a professor at a college, a business professor, not an ethics professor, guys. I was, was going to say um, it was a business ethics. Yeah. And it says, and the, the Facebook page post says, I have to go uh, get off Facebook for a while. I've been called into work and told to bring a represent, uh, a representative uh, for, for my comments on, on Facebook. And then it says, please pray for me and my job. And the, Clearly the prayers didn't answer probably because they didn't have their head bowed, so he got <laughs> fired and uh and he got fired and what I want to talk about is we talked about with Thomas on his show uh, if you missed Thomas's show it was uh, atheistically speaking it's the second one not the first one the second one is about uh professors and when people say stupid shit and uh, and we talked a little bit about academic freedom in that and the thing is is I think that I, I, I'm on the side of the the, the the people here because he's this is clearly hate speech. You know what I mean? Like a, it's not saying I'm I I don't like gay people. It's saying they should die. Yeah, this isn't
2: academic at all. He's not espousing an intellectual position. Sure. It's not like he's you doing know, a
3: research paper on how to hang a gay person.
2: Right. This isn't even like you know, this isn't even something like let's 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 write a paper about whether or not the Holocaust happened, right? That would be that might be riding that boundary. But if you were to like write some paper about about that then that's at least under the guise or at least under the mantle of academic freedom perhaps or at least a conversation could be had about whether something like that is or should be protected but something like this is this is just being i mean imagine if he had written the same thing about you know any minority group like we should just hang women like what the fucking what are you talking about what what this is there's no there's no intellectual merit to something like this Because I I saw the same thing and I was like, well, you know, because I I was hearkening back to our conversation for just a second. I was like, well, should he be fired for this? I mean, it's a private comment made on a, you know, his personal social media page. And we kind of talked around that. But, you know, the thing is, like, once that once you individually let the cat out of the bag by posting something to your fucking Facebook page, if your employer finds out about it, how can they continue to employ you? How can they responsibly continue to
3: employ you? Universities are should be sort of a bastion of knowledge and figuring out, you know, and there should be that sort of unfettered search of knowledge that shouldn't be influenced by, you know, anything on the outside. It should be it should be for itself. You know, the the pursuit of it is for itself. It's for its own good. Uh, But at the same time, a college is a business. They're trying to get students there. And if you have a choice to go to a college that has a business professor that's not an anti-gay freak and somebody who, you know, is an anti-gay freak, you're probably – I think most people, since most people seem to be okay with gay people, they would go to the one where there isn't a guy who's shouting fucking rage-filled shit at a minority class.
2: Right, specifically about, like, how it would be a better solution to murder people. Yes,
3: you know, I mean there's there's no even if it's just hyperbole no it's shit. You know what right. I mean? It's like it's like
2: you're being an ass. And you know most I think I think most uh I, a lot of employers now and I, and I I would imagine that most universities or colleges have some kind of code of conduct or ethics standards yeah. that covers what you can do on your personal page. I know that like our company has a code of conduct or something in our in our employee manual. Yeah. That says like I can't go on and talk about, you know, the place that I work at, for example, and say crazy shit. And like yeah. I'm expected to
3: always Yep, same thing you know, in my work. There's a code of conduct for the for the social media. The
4: long life, the
7: long life-
2: Yeah. So this, this story is a great story, but we're going we're gonna to make two apologies relevant to it. So the first is that it comes from the Daily Mail. I know. The Daily Mail. And the second is that it's from 2014, August of 2014, to be specific. But it's just too good for us not to talk about. So here is, in typical Daily Mail fashion, these Everything
3: are the headlines. Everything you need to know. Literally all you need to know about this. I'm going to go get a glass of water. You go ahead and just read it, okay? Because it's going to take you that long.
2: Yeah, you're going to drink it like a a fucking puppet dude, like a ventriloquist. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You go ahead. I'm going to go. It's okay for a man to hide and watch the woman bathe. Egyptian cleric permits voyeurism if the male's intentions are pure. Salafist preacher Usama al-Kawasi offers surprising fatwa during sermon. It appears to run counter to traditional Muslim teachings on modesty. Egypt's religions minister moves okay, quickly back. Did I, did I... to condemn the shock. edict.
3: <laughs> no, we're still going. Okay, still, all right. Okay, I didn't through. miss anything? Okay, good. Yeah, no, right. you're,
2: you're fine. Okay. You're fine. So this is great because this guy's like, yeah, look, it would be super weird if you were just looking at girls in the shower. That'd be so weird. pure intentions. So weird. But if you've got pure intentions, like you want to see her naked...
3: Then it's cool. It's totally cool. I've been telling you know, girls that for a long time. I've been like, baby, my intentions are good. Don't let me be misunderstood. Come on now. <laughs> I've been saying that for a while. It doesn't work. Okay, I don't what care if you p- put it in song form. That might, that might help you out. I'm just a soul. I could start that way instead right? next time. Just you know, put a little poetry I into could, it. Yeah, you know? just maybe like a little bluesy, and we'll see yeah, what happens. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Can I just say real quick before we get into this? This picture, the lowest picture down here, the farthest one down. He looks like he has a tiny little arm. That's <laughs> <laughs> all weird it's, stretched all, out, I think. It's such a weird, weird. He's holding his arm up, but he's wearing like a moo moo. So his, <laughs> you can't see his whole arm. So it looks like uh, uh. he reminds me of this guy. His name's Tim Conway. He was on The Carol Burnett Show. And he's like, do all kinds of other stuff. And he used to do this thing called Dorf where he would. He would fold his knees underneath him, and then he would put little shoes as his knees so he would look like he'd have a regular torso but tiny little legs. Yeah, yeah. And then he would, like, that. swing the club, and he would fall backwards and then lean back up, and he would always act drunk. This reminds me of that for some reason. It's like, like this, somebody <laughs> should do a thing where a guy has tiny little short arms, and he does his little – I don't know, gets crazy, goes crazy Islamic on people. I think that would be amazing. Because this looks so funny. I just couldn't. I saw the picture today and I, I just laughed until I cried. It looks so amazing. Do you ever see the videos of like the, the people who have like like people
2: hands, but like the dog's head and they're under a thing and yes. they're feeding the dog? It kind of looks like that.
3: It does. It kind of looks like the. Like <laughs> it looks the like somebody, hands. Yeah, somebody else's arm is under his right. robe. You know, maybe there's one of these naked women under his robe. It's possible. And he's just hiding her under there so he could stare at her purely. Right. It's pure Pure, intentions. Pure whatever. Pure intentions. Yeah. That sounds like a shampoo. Pure intentions. Pure intentions. intentions. Yeah. She's using pure intentions
2: shampoo. Pure intentions from herbal ecstasy or whatever. (laughs) So it's still just the (laughs)
3: orgasm commercials. Uh, Yeah. Basically, the guy's like, yeah, you can look at her as long as you plan to marry her. Yeah, well, you know, and even the, even still I don't think he he says that kind of, cuz he says you can look at her if you want to sort of judge if you want to marry her.
2: Right. So what what he, what he says and he, and what what interesting to me is that he bases this so these Salafist guys are evidently like a like an offshoot of and a little bit of a controversial offshoot. And so they're saying basically like look, everything we do should come from what the prophet did, right? So we should we should stick as or here as as closely to that as possible. And so he says, um, you know, one of the prophet's companions did that. Some disapproved. And they told him, how do you do that when you're one of the prophet's companions? And the prophet answered, if you can see something that would make you want to marry her, then go ahead and do it. So it's not like he has no religious basis for this. It seems to be fucking settled. It's fucking asked and answered in the fucking story that he's relaying. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, and nothing. Can you imagine, like, you know, it's your first night together you know, you've, you're, you, you don't know each other. You've never seen her jawline. Well, at least she has never exposed her jawline knowingly to you, right? Right, and right. You're, you're, you're about to take off the fucking 43 layers of fucking Tootsie Roll wrapper to finally <laughs> get to the gooey center of, of whatever your bride really looks like. And she's nervous, and you, and you just got to calm and say, look, it's okay. I've already peeped on you in the shower.
3: And then she's suddenly relieved. Oh, I'm so glad! And then the, uh, she just starts pulling off layer after, after layer after Russian layer, nesting all of yeah. layers, right? And she—it turns out that she's actually a little person underneath all that, <laughs> which is fine because you knew that. You knew that's it, what you're into. You knew ahead of time,
2: right? You're like, I, you know, it's cool. I knew you were two and a half feet tall. That's what I was looking for. It's fine. Don't worry.
3: High five. Okay, low five. Low, low five. Low five. <laughs> oh
0: God. Want to contact the guys? forward slash dissonance pod or click the link on the podcast homepage and you can donate to the production of cognitive dissonance on a per episode basis if you can't spare any money take a second to give us a five-star review on itunes or stitcher or spread the word about the show we want to send a big heartfelt glory hold to all the patrons and people who rate us you fucking rock
2: it's just awesome this is from newsweek um inside the Pluto truther movement, which claims the flyby was faked. I don't have a lot here, Cecil. I'm just people will just decide to be fucking truthers about anything. Anything. Pluto?
3: They're just like yeah, we faked the Pluto thing. What why would why? That's the thing is I I I understand you know, the, uh, having a level of skepticism, right? I understand what that comes from, but there's two major parts of this. One is motive, right? Why would there be a, why would they fake it? And then two, uh, and then, and one of his terms, one of the things that this person says, and I don't want to say it's a him or a her, it's a person that they've, that they don't want to give their name. And it's sort of an interview with this person who is a truther, a Pluto truther who wants to find out, that that it wants people to know that we it doesn't look like we went we flew past Pluto basically is what they're saying, and their motive that they say is that they want the money. But you know, if you just do the mission, you get the money. If you don't do the mission and you pretend to do the mission, that seems like a lot of work just to get a, not a lot of money. Well. And so why that you, NASA can get the money. Yeah, that's what it's. That's what he's talking about. Like NASA's that's getting so the, weird. And then the other thing too is, there's a lot of people in the room. I don't know if you saw the day that they released some of the photos. There was a, a images of them in the room, seeing it for the first time. No. And they they pan across the room, and there had to be around this conference just one conference table. I'm sure that's not the entirety of who was involved in this project. I want to say there was 30 people in the room. Are you are you saying that we've got thirty people that are involved in this conspiracy just right there, not including all the rest of the people involved in it? I mean, how many people deep is this conspiracy run? And do you expect for the tiny amount of money that they made was it what was the total amount? It was a billion, a couple billion, something like that. For this, was it that much money even? Yeah, I don't know. Let me take a look real quick. It's oh gosh, I was way off. Seven hundred million.
2: But here's the thing: like they still, we know that they launched a rocket. You can't fake that. When the rocket went up, with the probe or whatever on it, it was. I mean, so, so in order to affect this farce, and like you still have to like launch a rocket into space. You're blowing some of that money. You're not keeping the whole seven hundred. So it starts off as like, oh, it's seven hundred million. Well, no. You still have to launch a rocket into space. And then what is the – even if the rocket doesn't do anything except for just go into space and you just keep flying into the whatever, into the void. And then you have all the, the you know, the images and then you've got to pay for these 30 people, right? These 30 people then – like do they all split the difference? Like pirate treasure or something? <laughs> like, argh! They're like modern-day NASA pirates. Like, we'll affect the greatest Pluto – farce on the public, and then we'll split the treasure, which will be seven hundred million minus the cost to blast a rocket into outer space for no reason. So about a couple million apiece.
3: Yar! It's I mean, enough really? to buy a couple parrots for you, yeah, and a it's new just, peg leg and an eye patch.
2: It's just such a weird, and it's just one guy. Like, let's be clear too. Yeah, like no, the, yeah. The Pluto Truth Thing is one dude, and it could be a joke too, right? Yeah, it very well could. Yeah. Like, because he doesn't seem, like, the guy does not seem credible at all. I mean, I read this and I'm just like, yeah. Because even when they ask him, like, what do you think, when they ask him in this thing, like, what do you think the U.S. government has to gain by faking the flyby? He says, maybe the truth is that NASA cannot do as much as we've been led to believe. But it's like, stop and think about that for a second. NASA is the one that led us to believe that they could go to Pluto they couldn't go to Pluto, all they would have to do to dispel that notion would be never to tell people that we were going to Pluto. I don't think we would have brought it up. It'd be like if I said, like, well, fucking Tom can jump over the moon. Like, well, prove it. Oh, I can't jump over the moon. Now I have to fake jumping over the moon. Well, I could have just never told you that
3: outrageous lie to start with. Yeah, and it says here, I'm reading a, a, a bit here, and it's saying that the New Horizons has 200 people that are on the project now. About 200 people on the project today, but there have been thousands of scientists and engineers who have contributed to the mission since it began. So, I mean, are are they all being compensated? Because let's say just like 2,000 of them. You're looking at, you know, what is that? uh, 0.3, 350,000 a piece. I mean, isn't that? And and they're talking about years and years of service to do this. Right? You know, it's like, this is the longest con I've ever heard. You might as well, you know, you might as well just get a job doing it. (laughs) It just seems like so much work. (laughs) You're just going to pretend. You might as well just get a job and And do the work. When you finally
2: do it, Cecil, you release images of Pluto that run counter or contrary to all of our theories about what we would see. Right, right. So as to garner the most possible (laughs) attention. Exactly. Uh, like, wouldn't it be better if they're like, yeah, we thought it was just a fucking cold, lifeless crater. And then they filled They have a flyby, and they show like
3: Frosty the snowman sitting on it. The <laughs> they just take like a close up picture of like a fourth grade class snowflake. Like they've got like all like the, like, the paper cutouts that are strung yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's like just... it's just like glitter and glue and construction paper. And that's what okay. they're trying to pass off. It us. should just be like a picture of the earth. Yeah. And then, like, but it's got,
2: like, like Earth has arms, and it's, like, got a coat, and it's like, brr, I'm Pluto.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why we have to build a ray gun to aim at a planet I never even heard of.
1: Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos.
4: Go! This
2: is from Right Wing Watch. Michael Savage, uh, Civil War is the only thing that could save us. It's amazing. So this
3: is from his uh, radio show. The Savage Nation. This is uh, his little rant. Now, I want to mention that we listened to this earlier. He's clearly talking about, at least Right Wing Watch says that he's talking about the shooting of the military service members in Chattanooga last week. Uh, and that's what the, the the idea is. But you don't hear that in this clip. So that's what Right Wing Watch is saying he's talking about.
6: I don't know what it's going to take for this country to change. I do know what it's going to take. It's going to take the big one. It's going to take the big one.
3: And I mark my words if, God forbid, the big one comes. Like, you remember that show that Sanford and Son was like, it's the big one. Hey, I'm coming. I'm coming. It was Elizabeth. I think it was Elizabeth. I'm coming, Elizabeth. And he'd right? like grab his chest. Like, right. that's the big one, I guess. It's going to take us all having a heart attack. We're all going to have men. a national heart yeah. attack at the same yeah. t- I wouldn't be
2: surprised. I mean, like, yeah. fucking America's not... You know, I mean, it's fucking this is a land of Oreos. I mean, fucking deep fried Oreos. Sure. Like a
6: dirty bomb or something horrible like that. You're going to wait and see what the media says. We provoked it. We shouldn't have been in Afghanistan. We're not sensitive to Muslims. What do we do to
2: offend them? Like, uh, you know, if something like a terrorist attack happens and you don't bother to answer the question why. Right. Then you're a fucking tool. If all you do is just react without ever trying to question why did this – I remember after 9-11 happened, I li- I had no sense – I had no sense, Cecil, of international politics at all. I mean, not that I necessarily do now, but I mean none whatsoever. Sure, you didn't know fucking I, fuck all. Man, and I was – I remember asking a, a, a guy that I worked with, I'm like, I have, I have literally no idea why this happened. Why would somebody do this? It was – it fucking flabbergasted me, and I had to look it up and figure out why and, and find out, you know? Because people don't act without provocation. Now, the qu- the question is whether or not the provocations are legitimate. Yeah. But we all act with what we perceive as provocation. So this idea that you would be like, well, oh, fucking something terrible happened, let's not figure out why. And fucking, that's it's an awesome way to not understand the world.
3: Yeah, and and, and, and to be clear... Even if you pay attention to that provocation, that's not a justification for anything that happened. Oh yeah, not at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So just yeah, just right. just want to cut that off at the pass. So we're not. Yeah. Getting... Oh
6: god, we get a fucking million emails. Yeah. We have to reach out. That's the end of the road. There'll be a civil war,
2: and by the way, it'll be overdue. Wait, well, it'll be overdue. An overdue civil war. It's kind of like an overdue book yeah. from the library, you know, except, except for the for, except like, for brother has to kill brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you're like. You're like, oh, is there is there an amnesty for my over? Can I bring in canned goods? No, it's no, it's fucking civil war. Oh, fuck, really? Super sucks because when I had an overdue book, it was not that big. A- yeah, it's a real big deal. Civil war, an overdue civil war. As if as if you need to have one every once in a while to like clean the system out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's
3: like a detox. You need like- a civil war.
2: Like, you're, 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 you're con- your, uh... your your country is like, you take your country to the fucking, like, like country mechanic. And they're like, oh, it looks like you're, uh, you're a little overdue for a civil war. You got a little uh, gunk in the system. You got a little homosexuality up north. You got, uh, let's see, a uh, bunch of Bible thumpers down south. Uh, they, uh, you look somewhat overdue. There's your problem.
6: That's the only thing that could save us. I prayed that we stop the coming civil war, but this government is pushing the people beyond
2: let's say beyond the beyond. Beyond the beyond. What's back there? <laughs> oh no, it's beyond. No, fucking beyond that. Oh it's the other beyond. Oh, that's the double beyond.
3: It's, it's like a, a, a double beyond study. <laughs> yeah.
6: Nobody can take this anymore. In plain sight they are at war with us by enabling the enemies of our very survival to thrive while repressing those of us who can see with our open eyes what has been done with this infiltration of all the intelligence agencies and every avenue of the media, with rare exception. Boy, this is a heavy-duty day.
2: <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> where, where are we at? War? It's a heavy-duty day. Ooh, uh,
3: man. We're at war, dude. It's a civil war that's going to start right now.
2: Who would... Whoever side gets the military wins immediately it's not fucking eighteen forty dude it's not how that shit worked well, people are going to send us fucking email eighteen forty wasn't a civil war okay fine but it, it, it doesn't you guys you can't have a civil war right now what would how would it work yeah how what, would it even work but the, the, the only way <sighs> my state like my national guard versus your no, national guard No because the fucking the federal
3: government will just come in and just own whoever I don't care who you are. That's what I mean. It's like whoever gets the federal government wins immediately. It's it's hyperbole because he wants to motivate his, his group of people to do the things he wants them to do, which is like vote against this person and 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 constantly put down all the policies of this particular government. He doesn't he doesn't it, it there's no Fucking tethered to reality in anything he said.
6: You're all sick! Oh, be nice! Oh, my son doesn't stand a chance. The whole world's gone
4: gay! Oh my
6: god, what's happening now? We work hard, we play
2: hard. this story comes from right wing watch uh Brian Fisher Obama's legacy will be the explore, exportation of sexual deviancy.
3: I can't even say that. Man. <sighs> well, here's uh, our BF Brian Fisher. Love the man. On his uh on his radio program uh and uh and it is on from YouTube from Right Wing Watch.
5: You know, the Kenyans that the the pastors in Kenya have been saying, look, don't you bring your homosexual talk here. If you're going to come over here and talk about homosexuality, pack it up and go home.
3: <laughs> don't you bring that homo talk up in here.
2: It's so funny. It's already wrong because like the people, I was listening to something on NPR and they were like, like all of the news coverage is all about Obama's visit. They're fucking so excited. They're like crazy. They're calling it Obama fever. We
5: don't want to hear it. You know, homosexuality is still against the law in Kenya. 14 years prison time. If you're caught in the act, it's a criminal offense in Kenya, as it used to be everywhere in the United States of America from the time of our founding until 1962, all 50 states. It was a felony offense, a still a felony offense in 49 states until 1972. And Antonin Scalia said it was still against the law in 24 states in 2003 with the Lawrence v. Texas ruling. So the Kenya pastor said, look, stay out of our business. Stay out of our life. We've got values here as a nation. Look, we
3: oh yeah, we the have great... values here at this nation. We want to take people who are doing a consensual sex act and put them in jail for fourteen years. Can't you just butt out? Right. Why why would you raise your opinion on that? Like well look well, all we're doing is
2: systematically oppressing people for who they are. What the fuck? I mean I, listen, you come over to my country and then you just tell me, Oh, you're you know, I mean you didn't treat South Africa that way during apartheid, fuck. Oh wait, no, I guess that. Yeah,
3: I guess kind of did, didn't we? Well, huh. all right. Well,
2: fair huh. enough.
5: President Obama Ridiculous. blown all that off. I'm going to bring my message of. I'm, I'm going to advance the case, a, a cause of homosexuality. In
3: fact, I would suggest to you, you know, if you're going to suggest something to me, Brian Fisher, is there any way you can, uh, like reiterate it three or four times? Let's just see. I'm just going to see if you can, you can just suggest it first and then reiterate it. So let's right. see if you can do that. That President Obama's
5: legacy is going to be that he has done more to export sexual deviancy than any American in the history of the republic. That's going to be his legacy. This will be the man that exported sexual deviancy, that made the exportation of sexual deviancy the most dangerous product that the United States ever shipped overseas is going to be President Obama's Legacy. So he's going to
3: plow right over. How many over. times can you say the same thing over and over? Again? I love
2: the idea that of all the things that the United States exports, the most dangerous thing we export is sexual deviancy. It's not.
3: It's it's certainly not cruise missiles. Tom. I was going to say
2: yeah. like it's not. It's not the the you know weapon systems that we sell all across the world. Um, it's not. It's not you know the aircraft. It's not. What do, we, what do we export recently to Iraq? Oh, yeah, look, misery and death. Oh sure, that's, Well, yeah. at least
5: it wasn't sexual deviancy. All of those requests that he leave that topic alone, let us figure that out. He's not going to do that. He's going to go over there and he's going to push the normalization of homosexual behavior on
3: the Kenyan people. That's a group of people that listen to Brian Fisher and his ilk, right? That group and other groups, there's other places all over there, that area, right? Like that that area in Africa sure. that, that got that that basic idea from the far right wing anti-gay pastors in the United States and they keep pushing it. And these people are upset. They're mad that they're going to, that other people would want to influence these people to show them that that's the, that's a bad idea that hurting people in your nation when they are doing nothing that is, that is wrong. That's a bad idea. Well, you know, the
2: evangelicals have worked, Awfully, awfully hard to spread their message um across Africa. They've really, they really have looked at Africa very unabashedly looked at Africa for years now, you know, as kind of the next frontier for their message. And so they send their fucking mission groups and their evangelical nuts over there, and they've they've successfully, I mean, look at look at what they've done in Uganda. I mean, they very successfully um been you know influential in the politics in in huge swaths of africa and west africa and and now you know it's like wait a minute i mean we were conquered i guess i sort of get this impression that they're like wait we were conquering africa like we were conquering africa for our regressive ridiculous social policies and now here you are like working against us so we, didn't we put our we put our flag in here like this is our we're the white people in charge. Now there's other people in charge. Outrageous. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Sister, it comes from Business Insider. San Francisco techies are hiring this wicked witch to protect their computers from viruses and offices from evil spirits. I
3: want to play this commercial because she has a commercial embedded in this. This is from Business Insider. And this is this, this person, uh, Joey Talley reverend joey talley and she has a commercial it's only 40 seconds long
7: hi my name is reverend joey talley and i'm a minister of the wicca way i offer tarot readings aura readings private consultation and custom spell work
2: (laughs) none of that fucking cookie cutter corporate spell work. This
3: is custom spell work. It sounds like the fucking Ghostbuster commercial from the Ghostbusters movie. (laughs) Where he goes like, do you have ghosts in your fucking house or whatever?
2: (laughs) It
7: totally is the best.
3: Oh.
7: No problem, too big, too small, or too weird for the away.
2: Isn't that right from the Ghostbusters commercial? It's, I gotta look up the Ghostbusters. It sure too. sounds like Are it. Are you
3: troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night?
5: Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement
3: or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs.
7: We're ready to believe you. It's
2: so It's like <laughs> it, this is no it's, less
1: ridiculous. It sounds the same, man.
7: I solve problems. People come to me with all kinds of goals, situations, difficulties, and I give them a tarot reading and an aura reading and from all of this information i can create spells charms potions whatever they need reading lists referrals depending on the situation
2: reading list you get homework get a reading list you gotta read it you gotta oh, yes, i went to this uh, fucking
3: witch and she told me to read a book <laughs> oh, are you I fucking wanted her, i wanted her to cut off some of her fucking hair put a toenail and some spit in a jar what know, she, right? <laughs> she's like fucking read a book she suggested Demon Haunted World and swiped <laughs> oh, my credit card. Oh, gosh. Every time I see people like this, I always think of that uh, that bad Kevin Costner movie when he's fucking uh, – he's Robin Hood. And there's that witch who, like, spits and, like, cuts herself. She's got those long-ass nails and she's rubbing her nails through blood and spit. And I'm just like – that is just the same thing as what these fucking people are doing. Rubbing your dirty fingernails with blood and spit and telling me it's fucking it's gold, you know? Well, and she looks witchy. Yeah, she's got it she's leaning back. She's got that that, that hat is not pointed, it's rounded, but it certainly has the brim of the witch hat. Going
2: yeah, she on. she's got like the, the dark
3: straight hair that's yeah. long and falling to the side sure, and a giant got, brimmed hat she's got a, a sort of pronounced nose right yeah a high she, a high-waisted dress like she's sort of right into she the looks super here. witchy man she does. it's so funny she does. but uh, in this article what they're talking about is hiring uh these these witches to cast spells on their computers to stop them from getting viruses and like also calling them in for like technology work and the first thing i thought is like Aren't these people supposed to be really smart? Well, Cecil, so it also says that tech experts,
2: it specifically says that techies, people from the tech industry, are calling these uh, witches. No, that is not true. Why, why would you, why, why would you, it doesn't, no one who is, I can see some, I can see some credulous fucking goofball dipshit who doesn't understand what a computer is and thinks it's a fucking ghost in the machine but i mean people who work with this day in and day out are fucking i don't know man i ran fucking a vast and uh, it's fucking not working i'm just calling a witch i like what i got to call a witch cuz my fucking steam account isn't working
3: and and i think you're right because it, uh, it you know it's her claims it's not anything else other than her claims it doesn't look like I mean, maybe the article that it links to has something else. But in this article, it seems to be quoting only her.
2: Right. And she says she says uh, most people want me to protect their computers from viruses and hacks. So I'll make charms for them. I like to use flora. She's fucking rubbing like sage and shit around people's computer. People's fucking, you know, like it's funny, but like people have expensive equipment that's not working properly or they're worried about like. Safeguarding their personal identity from malware and shit, and she's like, "I fucking stuck a rosemary twig in your CD drive." <laughs> uh, are you kidding? Oh, that's like, amazing! Like you show up to like, the, like a real like a real uh, tech expert shows up, and it's just like fucking like a bouquet sticking out of all
3: the USB ports. <laughs> It looks like a funeral arrangement. I mean, I'll let her do this. I'll let her come to my house and get rid of a virus this way, but if it doesn't work, I want a fucking burner.
2: Yeah, right. You know what that's, I mean? Those are the choices. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah.
3: If, if when we finish
2: it up, you know, it doesn't work out, then you're on the stake.
3: So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Like we said last time. It's our great hope to have a uh, midweek episode on the thirteenth. That may or may not go through. We, you know, we we can't foresee into the future. Uh, we're hoping that that will be the case, and we will uh, definitely be back on the seventeenth. So, possibility of thirteenth, but definitely on the seventeenth. And we are looking to record, uh, actually, with uh, with Bobby C and Miss Ashley very soon. From No Religion Required, we're going to have them on the show, and we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, Get a little Southern, maybe make some uh, biscuits and gravy. Might y'all uh, a little bit. You say say never know y'all, them. introduce them to Hillbilly God, and That's see how things hunt. go. Uh, it should be a lot of fun, actually. They're great people. We had such a good time with them at ReasonCon, so we were excited to have them on our show. Um, it's a mid-August thing, so we're hoping that it's going to be happening uh, relatively soon from when this show is published. So look forward to that. Uh, but, uh, but that's going to be it. And, uh, we're going to enjoy our break and, uh, we hope you enjoy these shows. So we're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune
2: cookie cutter. Mommy issue. hypno Babylon. Bullshit
3: So I got a new bed. It's a brand new bed from uh, from Sleepy's Sleepy's mattresses uh, on uh, Roosevelt. I feel like you can trust Sleepy's. I mean, I don't. You know? I mean, I don't. I it's a it's the dumbest name I've ever I mean, heard. It's a, great it's, a, name. it's a terrible name. No, you're wrong. But the dumbest name is the Mattress Giant. The mattress Giant <laughs> because the Mattress Giant like doesn't even
2: make sense. Like, why does the why does it? Why do you need to be oversized in order to sell me a ma- I mean, it's America, okay. but still. all right,
3: you win. You you win. I'm. Gonna, I concede the point. Mattress Giant is dumber than sleepies. You're right. It's catchier though, than the mattress dwarfs. Mattress dwarfs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the mattress dwarfs. You get to go in and throw them on the mattresses. You get to <laughs> toss them. <laughs> toss. Them. You guys to toss them around. You just walk in and it's hobbits bouncing <laughs> it's on <the> beds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's a, so
2: it's at least forty five minutes it's to buy a bed. Exactly, then. and it's yeah. the it's the end. Well, of it's the whole the thing. Three towers. Mattress midgets. If you wanted a the
3: three towers. Is that what the ones? Whatever. In any case, <laughs> um. So I, I, oh my I,
2: god, guys! <laughs> you don't even know
3: the two towers was the middle movie. The last one is Return to Goddamn Kings. It's the Fellowship of the Kings. All right. So, in any case, and my axe. <laughs> you broke your axe. It's like thirty seconds. You ago. smashed that fucking thing. Um. They, no, he totally did. It's like it's <laughs> awesome. They should have put it in the wrong. They put it in the wrong order. They should have had it totally you. set up the wrong way. So uh, so I ordered from so from Sleepy's and they they first they're thirty minutes late right so like they're thirty that makes minutes you late mad. whatever you know I'm, no I'm, it makes you mad I know it I've known you for twenty years me, it makes you mad made me a little mad <laughs> that's why it so makes guy the <laughs> guy calls me on the phone and he's like yeah I need to deliver this mattress. I was like you got to come onto the side entrance because I have two I have a cross street where I live and you got to come around to the entrance where I you know on, on the one set street right. not on the main street I, I'm I'm my address is one street but the fucking dock for my building is on the other street right he's like okay no problem. So I come outside and I walk outside because I'm waiting for them to show up and they have pulled along the side street and they they're not backing up into the dock like you should. They have a straight truck. They could easily just back up yeah, right into the right. dock. Oh, no, we have backed up into that dock. Of moving stuff. fucking parked right on the middle of the street. I'm Good. not shitting you parked right on the street. And this is a fucking this, <laughs> this is a this street. corner, this corner where I live. There's a daycare that lets out. There's construction sites all over, so all the fucking construction guys. So at three o'clock, it's a it's like it's getting zoo. Fuck, it's getting gum in your hair out. That's how <laughs> that's how it is to get your car out of there. You're just rubbing man, like, you're like, You're just like no. You know what? You know what it is? Is you get to your car at three thirty by my place, and you fall asleep until six o'clock, and then you can leave. That's but, when you can leave. Dude, they were sleepies. Oh my gosh, they should have just crawled they, into, ahead. they crawled into the mattress king <laughs> back there, <a> mattress giant. <laughs> But in any case they 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 park on the street and then they just leave their car there for 25 minutes <laughs> <laughs> while they put my mattress together. I could what? not I I was I was blown away but the thing is like I'm like a I I don't think I'm a rude person. So when I would, I would never consider blocking the street for that long. It would be like, I would run up and be like, Sarah, meet me downstairs. I'm going to run in real quick. I just do this thing. And then I'm going to run back out and run out as fast. Cause I would be like, I would hate to inconvenience another human being. It would just be like, I don't, whenever I'm in the store and I'm walking down, I don't fucking leave my cart in the middle of the aisle. (laughs) I always pull it over as tight as I can to the wall. And if I see somebody even looking at what I'm looking at, I'll push it 10 feet down the fucking thing. (laughs) Just so I'm not in somebody else's way. Cause I think it's rude to be like. Fucking here I am standing here and they're like fucking stand there with their fucking hand on their dick right. and the fucking goddamn cart is sideways in the fucking eye. You're like, you're to kind of sideways! Look what at is me f- taking up space. What? I take up all the space What are you doing? <laughs> it just drives me insane. So I would never want to put anybody else through that, right? It's right. just it's just fucking rude. But this guy's they're just like, whatever, motherfucker. And they just got down, they so they carry hand carry to the dock. The fucking mattresses from the top of the fucking back of the fucking truck, then they hand carry it in, then they have to lift it up. And it's not a fucking light box spring. They're like, ah, like fucking all bricked out and like try to put it up there and they can't lift Was it. this their first day at fucking sleepy delivery <laughs> school or whatever? Yeah, they just got fired from mattress giants. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could it was just crazy. It was a and then they came up and, and, and fixed it all. But when they, then they come up. And they start working on it in the fucking, in the place, right? So they're working on it and they take my old shit out and they put it in a hall. Well, it's a mattress and a box spring. So there's a tiny little way to go. Then they unbox the fucking thing and they throw the box in the hall. They literally blocked my (laughs) hall off. Like the whole hall was blocked off. This is their MO, dude. It's It's just just what they do. And I'm just thinking, these dudes are total douchebags. (laughs) This is the asshole in Jewel
2: with his cart in the wrong fucking way. Can you imagine being at a bar with these guys? They'd be the fucking biggest cock blockers in the world, oh my right? Because yeah. they're clearly just—they don't give a fuck what they're in the way of. They're like, they're like, you're like, I'm, I'm trying to work an angle yeah, here. Hey, bro, like, bro, hey, let me hang out with you, bro. You see the fucking Blackhawks game? Woo! Dude, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm close to, you know. Closing the deal and It's like, yeah, dude, let's get some fucking drinks. Me and you, brother. What, what? <laughs> okay.
3: No, even better. He's like, hold on, I'll handle this. And he turns and looks at the girls, like, can I speak to you about Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> that scares them all away. Just, yeah. Oh, It's nothing God. like a boner killer than fucking like being at the club and have a fucking Jehovah's Witness I mean, come a, talk to oh, you or something. God
2: so how many tickets do they get on their trip? I don't give a fuck I know Don't well, that's give probably a why fuck. they don't give a fuck I don't
3: give a fuck I, tap, I do tip those guys do you tip those guys with, like delivery guys I don't know cause I'm, I hate to say this but I'm
2: never home when they
3: deliver like I see. Colleen's always yeah. home and and I'm
2: I'm probably Probably.
3: she's not cheap you are yeah, so, yeah. I,
2: I don't know that it would occur to me
3: to tip them I I tip all the delivery guys. I should tip. I should like call people back. I <laughs> feel like I feel. Bad. I I overtip though because I I tip the guys. Well, you can't tip them twenty <laughs> like, percent. I, t- yeah, I like, tipped oh. them like forty bucks today. Okay, I don't know if that's over or under. I, I figure a twenty bucks a piece for twenty minutes of work. Like it's not really that much work. I didn't. I had no. I I actually had no. Idea I if tip your, delivery what, guys what is the all the time. On that? I don't know. Do you tip like the Comcast guy? <laughs> you know what's crazy is all the people in Europe are like.
6: Oh, my God, you Americans,
3: what are you tipping for? Why <laughs> do you tip the guys? You just pay them their money. Because ah. nobody gets paid here for yeah. anything. That's why you do it. Well, I, know that, I know a lot of Europeans hate our tipping system. They well, absolutely loathe. And I got to be honest, our tipping system sucks. It super but, sucks. But that, that does not mean that you should do a fucking individual protest of our fucking tipping system. I totally agree. Like, like you can hate it and you can fucking bitch about it. But I'll tell you what. Until it changes. Don't be a dick, man, because I I used to work. I used to wait tables. That's a fucking shitty job, and it doesn't pay fuck all.
2: No, I, I feel like if you can't afford to tip 20%, you can't afford to eat out. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, if, I'm you're not, right if with you if you sit down at the table, I don't care what you're eating,
3: if you can't add 20% to your bill at the end of that, then then sorry, you couldn't afford the fucking meal. Yeah. And I and I know that there's people out there who are like, well, I only tip for 20% for outstanding service and 10% the rest of the time. It's like, okay, whatever. I mean, you know, like you have your own standards, your own ideas on what you want to do. That's fine. But the people who tip like fucking a dollar on like a oh, $100 meal or something, you're a douche. Embarrassing.
2: That shit's embarrassing. I, I was having uh dinner or lunch with a coworker the other day and he was talking about his father-in-law and his father-in-law is a fucking giant cheapskate with tipping and so every time they go out he's like it's super embarrassing but i have to wait for my father-in-law to get up and like go to the can or something and then i slip money in the thing or like i'll have to go find a yeah. waiter i'll pretend i left my coat and he's like i go back and i find the waiter and i give him money because my father-in-law will never tip but he always insists on
3: paying but then you know, he doesn't tip like anything I went out a long time ago with a, a group of friends and, and it's funny cause one of the people who I went out with is actually a friend of the show, like a guy who's been with us since the beginning. And this is years ago. He and I used to work together. Um, and my buddy Moltz and I, and, uh, Maltz, uh, I was covering me that night. I just, I didn't have the money. I didn't stop sure. at a cash station or whatever yeah, it was. Whatever. And I didn't have the money. And, uh, and he was covering me that night, so he had he had he had me. It was like twenty bucks he was going to give me or whatever for food. And We were like Denny's, you know, Right. and we had a table of like ten people, you know, a fucking huge table. See, that's the worst because someone's going to fuck over someone, and everybody's paying here and there, and and Moltz throws in for me, but Moltz is you know at this point he's out of money, you know he he throws yeah, in for me right. whatever. And then they start pulling money out from the tip. And they're going to leave, on like 10 people, they were going to leave like $6. Fuck you. And I said, Are you kidding? Like, why are you doing this? And the one girl at one point, she's like, She doesn't deserve that much money. I was like, This is ridiculous. I was like, I can't believe you guys are not going to tip And She's like, Stop trying to impress me with how much you would tip. And I was just like, Sweetheart, what? Here's the thing. First of all, <laughs> here's the thing. I had, uh, there's no way I can impress you when a friend of mine bought me dinner. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, too, like, like, if I impress you with just a tip. I, <laughs> that has never happened in my entire life. Then you no. have lower standards yeah. than I Jesus, thought. yeah. I can barely impress women with my fist. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just remember that night. I was so mortified that the person had to take such a low amount of money and they had to work on us for four. Like, and they worked on us for a long time. They're giving us drinks and drinks and drinks yeah, and right. just being I just couldn't believe that somebody would were do that. Were you something. ever an asshole when you were young about tipping? Never, yeah. never. I was always you see, because it, it, what, what cured me of that is I was a pizza delivery guy at a very young age. And yeah. when you're a pizza delivery guy, you recognize that, you know, you're not making fuck all at those places. I was making well below minimum wage and then they I was subs I was subsidized by the tips that I got
2: that's why you're a paid so for this because they it's impossible to understand
3: yeah right like oh they get paid
2: less than minimum yeah. wage and then we just hope that they get enough money and tips that it makes it's, up for it
3: was such a small amount of money i used to cheat the company um and i'm not a, i'm not a guy who's a, known as like right, a that's why I, I don't do i don't do fun. this like, i don't do this ever to, to, for 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 people that don't know
2: Cecil personally Cecil won't like If there's a sign, it could be like 3 in the morning, and there's not been a car on the road in three hours. And if there's a sign that says, like, no left turn, like... And Cecil and I are driving. I'm like, I'm fucking turning left. I'll do U-turns. I'll fucking get out of the car and push it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and Cecil's like, it's just right
3: turn. only. Yeah, I like, got a right yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just it's in your name. I, I remember there was a while back when I, uh, I they accidentally gave me a subwoofer for free. I don't know if you remember, I remember this. That. And and well, I I <laughs> wanted to return it, and you told me I that I couldn't. Like you made me get in the car. I was like, get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. And I was like, No, that they gave me an accidental subwoofer. And you're like, They did not. They gave me a subwoofer. (laughs) But, in any You're case, understand me, <laughs> but in any case, years ago I, I worked at a pizza place that paid us an absolute pittance, yeah. like an absolute pittance, and then, what they wound up doing was they wound up taking that uh, and they wound up like it was also the cheapest pizza place in town, so I never got uh, any tips, so I would never get any tips, right. and then they never gave us any money, so the only <laughs> way terrible the, job. the only way you can make money, and I mean, I tried for months and months and months at a time to try to make money at this job, and it was I'm telling you, I made like four to five dollars an hour at this place, and it was the minimum wage at that point was like six and a half. But I, you just could not, you could right. not make the money. There's no way you can make the money. So, um, so my buddy was always pulling in fucking fat cash. He was pulling in money every night, and I was like, "How are you making so much money? You're at the." places at the same amount of time, you show up with the same pizzas. That I mean, the person who's right, making yeah. the pizza, it's not like you're getting there any faster. He's delivering weed in the pizza. That's like, what he's doing. He's no, but he was clipping fucking coupons out of the paper, and everybody um, had the coupon, everybody's getting and the it coupon was worth a dollar to me, but it was worth nothing to the person. It was right. only So uh, what I did was, anybody who didn't give me the coupon, I just went to my car and I tore out Five or six coupons and I would make five or six extra dollars right. or more than that. Most of the time I would turn in like eight or ten of them and I would make extra money at the end of the night. So I would have like, you know, enough money to fucking fill my car up. Because the money that you would make, when you when you order the cheapest pizza in the city, nobody tips. Right. Nobody That's tips. That's because they're you're getting fucking consolation prize Pop. I remember walking up to one one place and I had uh I was like, Yeah, it's it's fifteen ninety-seven and the person's like Here's 16, keep the change. Fuck you, three cents. And I was like, oh, okay. I was not Mom going to make change. He totally going to be able to get that operation <laughs> that she needed. Three cents, bro. You know, oh, you want to high-five him. Be like, high-five, dude. Right, you know? oh, yeah. And then the other thing, I wound up going up one time, and it was it was 1604 or something like that. And the guy gave me a 20, and I pull out one, two, three, four. And I give him back four, and I was like, here you go, expecting maybe he'll give me a dollar, you right. know? You and he's like, and, and he looks cents. at me, he's like, he's like, oh, thanks. He's like, hold on a second, and he reaches in his pocket, and he Fuck you. counts out four pennies, and he's like, there you go. And I was like, thanks, and I threw him over my shoulder. <laughs> I was like, mm, thanks, buddy, and I just walked away. I was like, Mwah. I got
2: fired from a job for being an asshole to a pizza person once. Really? Yeah, my very first job. I was 13 years old. And I was del- – it wasn't really a job job because I was 13, so I was younger than you could have a job job. But I was delivering flyers for a pizza company. So – and admittedly, me and my buddy would
3: deliver like – we'd get like a thing of like 2,000 flyers and we got paid like 10 cents a flyer to So deliver you, you'd deliver like 20 we, of them and we, then you'd just throw them in the creek. Exactly, I know exactly what you yeah, did. Yes. Right, yeah. So –
2: we didn't deliver a lot.
3: There was guys. a shopper paper in my in my neighborhood that everybody did that too. Yeah, yeah. They never could get anybody to deliver it.
2: Yeah. We would deliver them for like an hour or two, and then we'd get bored and just throw them in some like we, we would always plan our delivery days on garbage day because you didn't even have to throw them in a creek or anything. You just throw them in somebody's garbage can. That's and just who cares? The yeah. the road, some guys know? like, Mm, fucking pizza delivery guy must live here or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So but we'd get one of the we would also get free pizzas from the pizza place. We get like, we got like a thing for like a free pizza a month or something. Well, we didn't have any money cause we're fucking idiots and we're 13 and we thought we were fucking cool. Cause we had like jobs and we were 13. It was me and my idiot buddy, Dave. And so like, we got our free pizza. We had nothing and we like scraped together like some fucking couch cushion change and we gave it to her. And I thought I was being clever and I'm like, buy yourself something nice. And the fucking owner of that place called up and fucking ripped me up one side and down the other side and fired the both of that- us. <laughs> Second, twice in my life, being an asshole, I've gotten me and a buddy fired. Twice,
3: I got fired from a Burger King for being a smart ass. Did you? Yeah, didn't you work there for a long time though? I worked there for like three years. That's a that's an eternity when you're yeah, that age, right? When you're that age, that's like that's like somebody retiring <laughs> at a job. When you work three years as a teen at a place, right? You uh, they should you should get a pen <laughs> after your <laughs> second <laughs> year. <laughs> like you should get like a Timex watch you or get something. Burger watch. <laughs> Tell <laughs> you what, you should. It's red- <laughs> the The turnover rate, not only at a fast food right. place, but also at that age. I remember I worked three weeks at a McDonald's.
2: <laughs> three whole weeks. Three weeks. It American felt, like, <laughs> weeks,
3: felt like an eternity. <laughs> I wound up one day, but we, I had long hair at the time, so I had long hair that, would, that was in my, and yeah. I I used to have to tuck it in my hat. They wanted us to tuck the hair in the hat. Well, my buddy was working the grill, and I was working in back, and I remember at one point, they bring back the uh, the cinnamon rolls, they're going to throw them out. Yeah. And they're going right. to throw them out anyway, and, I, and the guy's like, this one old guy, who's like an old timer, like fucking retiree who's working there, he's like, shame they're going to throw them out. He's like, you should eat one. And I was like, Fucking, hey, I'm hungry and I'm a kid. Yeah, I'll eat right. one. So I reach in and grab one. And this manager comes up to me. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm eating a cinnamon roll. She's like, you can't eat any of the food. And I was like, but we're <laughs> going to throw it away. It's garbage. She's like,
7: you can't eat
3: it. Man. <laughs> like her fucking eyeballs came out. She screamed at me. She's like, you do that. I got it in front. I was like, okay, fine. And so. Wait, she fired you? No, it? no. Like two, oh, okay. week, like two weeks later. This is like my third day on the job. I do this. Two weeks later, I'm working the salad area, you know, in the back, just yeah, doing right. the work. And my buddy's up by the grill and he's doing, the, he's doing his uh, his grilling stuff. And the boss comes up to him. The, the owner of the place comes by to him and he's got his ponytail tucked down his back of his shirt. So it's just his hat and then a little yeah, tiny right. strip and then it's down the back of his shirt. The hat he has is way too small to fit all of his He had long hair, so did I It was you know, mid-back, remember, yeah, maybe longer yeah. It was tucked up into his hat If he tried to do that, it would not fit on his head Even at the tightest thing sure, He's like, there's right. nothing he could do So he had to tuck it back So the guy comes back and says You gotta put your hair in your hat And he says, I can't put my hair in the hat He's like, you gotta put your hair in your hat Or you leave And my buddy's like, well, fuck you then And he turns around and he walks over he's like, I just quit And I was like, cool, I quit too <laughs> <laughs> And then we walked out and left out It was awesome Dude, that's you. That's you a, got fired though from Burger King. I got fired, and I got my buddy fired. Aww. And this was a place. Is it the same guy who delivered
2: flyers with you? No. <laughs> no, but like this was a place where we you couldn't do. There were no rules at this Burger King. It was it was a fucking free for all. Was I was managed by sure we're, teenagers? Yeah,
3: it, and it's like it's like Kitchen Confidential. People banging in the fucking yeah, storeroom. That's and, the yeah. thing. It's like you could do literally anything.
2: We had fireworks displays on the roof. We'd. You know, we, like, the managers wouldn't show up. We'd we'd climb onto the roof, climb down through the trap door, and me and my buddy would open the store because we thought it was funny. We'd break into the office by climbing over the drywall, like the 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 uh ceiling Holy shit. We, I mean, we would open the place in the middle of the night because we thought it was funny. Like, just like 2 in the morning, we'd be like, let's open the Burger King. And we'd open it for and run it for an hour or two and then close it back down. Just because we could. I mean, we did fucking everything. That sounds illegal, actually. Everything we did was illegal. I mean, we're like... It was, it was. I threw a kid in the dumpster and like locked him in the dumpster. We set the dumpster on fire. I mean, Wait, was he on fire before you threw him in? <laughs> no, The two separate. Okay, two separate. Us, like yeah. it was. It was amazing. It was so much fun. It was a total madhouse. And then, but I was. I was dating this girl who was friends with the manager, and I was fucking shitty to her, and so she fired me and my buddy. Well, there you go. That was it. it was That's like, it. You're shitty to her. Like, all right, well. I guess so. Being an asshole, it turns out, has yeah. not worked. I've, I've I've gotten two people fired. I quit UPS too. Take that UPS. One night I, I only worked I there for a couple call of weeks. Up, get a job and quit right now. I, call, I I was
3: only working there for a couple of weeks, but I wound up. Uh, I was working there, and uh, I was unloading trucks because you have two. Jo- There's two jobs in UPS at the startup. Guess. Load and unload. That's it. I and nailed it. Everybody gets load. Everybody, everybody who starts gets load. So you have to learn how to load a truck. That's what you do. Load a truck. Load a truck. Well, when I came in, I was like, I don't want to load a truck. I was like, I don't want to do this. I was like, I, I just want to unload. And the guy's like, okay, but you got to come back in like four weeks because we're not doing that for a while. We don't need anybody who runs in that cycle for a while. I was like, okay, that's fine. And I just didn't come back because I, I had another full-time job during the sure. day. And I was only going to work the four-hour shift at night and then go home. And I was going to do it the four days a week, four, five days a week that I needed to do it, whatever. I was, well, my buddy was going to pick me up at work every day, and it was totally going to work out. Yeah, I show up at work um several days in in a row you know work 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 and i'm working you know hard whatever and then i got sick and i got really sick like you know feverish sick where you're you know you're really sick but i didn't take the day off i came into work i was like i'm feeling sick but i'm coming to work and i walk up and the guy's like uh, i i start to move and i'm moving a little slow i'm drinking some you know some gatorade to try to stay hydrated i'm trying to moving a little slow right and uh the guy comes up he's like hey man you got to speed it up let's go and i was like i'm feeling a little sick tonight Juan. i'm sorry he's like He's like, I don't care. He's like, get get moving. He's like, you need to move. He's like, I don't care what you feel like. And I was like, mm, I do. And he's like, well I, <laughs> well, I don't get to work. And I said, I'll, I'll move as fast as I can. And he, can, he leaves and he comes back to me And so he's like, you're still moving super slow. So you got to get going. And I was like, one, don't push me, man. And I was like, I can't go any faster. And he's like, he's like, man, you, he's like, either you go faster or you don't work. And I was like, well, okay, I'll just not work. Yeah, peace. And I, and I start to walk away. He's like, are you quitting on me? And I was like, yeah, I'm quitting. He's like, I I was like, isn't that what you wanted me to do just a few minutes ago? He's like, you can't just walk out on the job. And I was like, no, I I can. You're going to see me do it right now. I was like, like, you're literally going to watch me do this. I was like, this may be a brand new experience for you. I was like, so just enjoy it. And I start walking away and he's like. Man, that's fucked up, Cecil. And I was like, the world is fucked up. <laughs> and then I punched out and I walked the fuck out of there. And I sat in a car for two and a half hours until my buddy got off work. I didn't even try to finish out the shift. I was like, fuck it. Yeah. Just Why sick. Bother? Fuck off. It was an extra job that I didn't need. And I was like, mm, sorry, I'm gone. Dude,
2: there's nothing like it's so easy to quit an extra job. Yeah. I, t- I took a second job uh, working mornings at a Borders Books once. Oh, yeah. Um, because you know times were getting a little rough. I'm like, oh, I could use a little bit of extra income, so sure. I took a job working from like six to eight, um, and then I would go in and work from you know my regular like nine to whatever at the other job. And when I didn't need that job anymore, I was just like, well, I'm not waking up at five in the morning to go to this job anymore. Yeah. So I just was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not working here anymore. I'd sleep there too all the time. Like I would just. Fall would you asleep. really? I wouldn't even do it intentionally. I'd just be sitting there like. Dude, I don't care who you are. Six in the morning, <laughs> fucking shelving books. <laughs> the store is dead
3: quiet. You could be, you could be a librarian who gets a hard-on from the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs>
2: right. Just like alphabetizing. Like, yeah. Like, and you know, I would just sit. I'd be sitting on that little little stool, and I'd be like, I've got this pile of books, and all I'm doing is shelving and alphabetizing. Oh. And I would just drift
3: off. I don't blame you one bit. Because like, I'll tell I you what. I like, a lot. When, when I have insomnia, what I think about is shelving books. <laughs>